Hi, I'm Danielle Kelly. Welcome to another JPR live session where we get to meet artists we admire and hear one-of-a-kind in-studio performances. This JPR live session is supported by Dance and Vineyards, located in Medford, now offering brunch every Sunday and also new, the Residence at Danson, a fully private event space with Valley Views situated just above the tasting room. Reservations and event space booking and more can be made at danson.com. I am thrilled to introduce our guests today. These rockers have shared stages with the likes of Wilco, The Flaming Lips, The Hold Steady, Lucinda Williams, The Black Keys. They made network appearances on The Late Night Show with David Letterman. They've been on Austin City Limits. Their bands, Roots, originally Cincinnati, Ohio. They've turned Texas transplants. They're out on tour in support of their sixth studio album, Welcome to JPR, The Heartless Bastards. Hi, how's it going? Hello, good. I'm so thrilled you're here. Thanks for taking time on your day off. I know time is so precious on tour. Thanks for being here with us today. Thanks for having us. Fronting The Heartless Bastards is her rocking highness, Erica Wennerstrom. Uh, She's vocals and guitar. And uh, Erica, could you help us uh, introduce who else is here in the studio with us today? Sure, we have uh, Arun on guitar. Uh, Rune Valley and uh, Sam Pankey on the bass, uh, Greg Clifford on the drums. We have uh, Doug McDermott on keys and uh, Beth Harris on harmonies. We got a full house tonight. Full house. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Heartless Bastards, you guys have played shows uh, throughout our region on the West Coast um, and some in our neck of the woods in our listening area recently over at Half Shell. You guys are uh, are doing rounds in Seattle. You're heading down soon to California and heading east from there. I understand Matthew Logan Vasquez is support on this tour. We're also big fans of Matthew here at the station. Um, it's a great run of shows. It sounds like how how is tour going so far? Oh, it's going great. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, any notable stories so far? Uh, uh I not that I can. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I can't. Anybody got remember something? I don't Just know. The heat in Tucson. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. It was like 118 degrees in uh, Phoenix when we got out Holy for gas. Smokes. I don't think I've ever experienced that. Did you perform in that kind of heat? No, we were supposed to have a show outdoors the evening before, but um, they moved it inside. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, they gave us the option, and I was like, not about to play outside with an option. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, it is very awesome to have you here in studio. Are uh, you guys ready to kick, kick things off with a song? Sure thing, yeah. Yeah, this song's called uh, How Low.
Heartless Bastards peeling the paint at Jefferson Public Radio with Howlo from their new album, A Beautiful Life, which is available on all streaming platforms. And I have to say, I'm a huge fan of the artwork on the cover. It's beautiful, bright uh, rainbow. And you can buy copies of that on CD and vinyl and on beach towels at their website, theheartlessbastards.com. That's one of my favorite pieces of merch I've seen so far. Have you... um, have you seen fans sitting on the towels yet in uh, at shows yet? Um, well, we 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 don't do very many shows that would be like on a lawn kind of setting. Okay. You know? um, I'm asking you from Southern Oregon, Oregon, I guess, where everything feels like it's on a lawn. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Contact. Um, I, so many of our shows are sort of in an indoor venue, so that'd be almost funny I if see. people were sitting on beach towels there. Well, very well, very cool. The origin story of Heartless Bastards was super impressive to me. I read that you, Erica, wrote all the songs for this demo and you played all of the the instruments and the parts first and then manifested the band around that. Is that is that right? Um, yeah, I mean, I wrote uh, a lot of the parts. I, I didn't uh, I like on the demo itself. I didn't play drums. OK, I definitely that's I, I, I yeah, I can barely walk and chew gum at the same time. So I don't have that kind of coordination. But um, but yeah, I, I did a lot of the parts on the demo. Yeah. Very cool. And then as the story goes, that demo got in the hands of Patrick Kearney of the Black Keys. And is that who connected you to the, your first label, the Fat Possum Records? Yeah, yeah. Um, we had done a show with the Black Keys and um, and like maybe a month before. And then we happened to have a show in Akron at this bar called the Lime Spider. And um, the owner actually, uh, he was like, he was like, you know, we didn't really do any pre-sale tickets. I, I can just pay you and you can be on your way if you want, you know. And But I mean, I was starting out and I liked kind of I want to I, I like I love having a tight band. And I was like, this is good practice for us. And let's just play anyway. And so so we played and Patrick walked in halfway through the set. Yeah. And uh and I recognized him from like a month before. I don't know whether he came to see us or whether he just happened to be there coincidentally, but I gave him the demo then and, and then he recommended us. So Meant yeah. to be either way. Yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah. Would you be willing to tell us, this, while we're talking origins, would you tell us uh, the story of how you landed on the name for the band? Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I used to uh, bartend and uh, when I would get off work, we there were these like bar top um things where you know you could do like photo hunt or trivia or you know poker just different kinds of like games and um I would usually it was kind of like my, my way of unwinding when I got off work and one of the trivia questions was what's Tom Petty's backing band <laughs> and Tom Petty and the Heartless Bastards was the wrong answer and uh, I just I just thought it was hilarious and I thought it sounded tough like I also love Joan Jett and the Blackhearts you know she's super inspiring to me as a young girl growing up and so it kind of felt like a bit reminiscent of the Blackhearts also so makes for a great opening line when you come out to the audience I've heard you at the Brit Festival hi we are heartless bastards (laughs) it is it is very tough and very cool um I was noticing that that signing with that possum was in 
around 2004. That means is the is the band having a 20 year anniversary this year? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> we don't have to talk. Yeah, about I did. I did that demo really in 2003, and then I put together a live band. Actually, I did that demo in 2002. Put together the band in three, and then signed a Fat Possum within that year. So, but the first official record was released in 2005. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm nearing it. Yeah, for sure. A Beautiful Life is the sixth studio album from Heartless Bastards, and it's the first one we've seen since 2015. Uh, we got your solo record, Erica, The Sweet Unknown, in 2018, which we loved. Um, did I understand that this, A Beautiful Life, you were sort of um, teetering between releasing that as a as a solo album and and a and a band album? Was there was there a period of of um, thinking of maybe just going on as a solo artist? Well, you know, I mean, um, I just um, I had had the 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 I've had this is the third iteration of the band. Um, but I had had uh, the last lineup for almost 10 years. And um, when we took a break, I, I did the album under my name. Um, but everybody just kind of is was doing different things and, and kind of drifted off into different things. And um, so I just, I feel like it's always kind of been my, my little baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, uh, yeah. I just um I feel like uh, uh ultimately when you when you release music out in the world you want to reach as many people as you can with it and I just felt like uh um it would you know be good to continue with the band name yeah, yeah. Well I was I was noticing the significant band turnover and I sort of was looking into that and I um I heard I I stumbled upon a really moving story with a breakup and exercising the rights of your own material and a relocation and total band transformation. And it sounded painful and empowering. And I just wondered if you could tell us that story a little bit. I, I, I'm not sure if you're referring to when I first moved to Austin, but I, my, the, uh, I mean, earlier in the, yeah, the, the was... lineup, I played with my ex-boyfriend, mm -hmm. um, for, uh, a while and we split up so I moved to Austin and and that's when sort of I went through the first sort of change with the band I felt like I had a support system in Austin I I have an aunt and a cousin and my cool. management was there at the time and um yeah I think um you know going through a breakup I think um you know, if you have a lot of the same friends and you go to the same places, it, it was just like, I felt like it was going to be tougher staying in the same place. And really, maybe I just felt like I also needed a, a different environment or something. When I first moved there, I think there was kind of an, an assumption that I did it for m music or my career, but it was really sort of going through the, the breakup and um, just wanting to start kind of over or somewhere new um and I had a support system there um but um I thought I read something about you had the rights to your music and it was like a it was like a big deal and you maybe shifted a label and something about um the importance of owning your music and I mean I have always owned my, my music and in, in my own publishing but 
I don't know. I feel like it's really a um a, a mix there. I mean, I think sometimes a publishing company could offer an artist like a, a large amount or or something, and then they own the rights to their music. Um, uh, and I, I don't know. There could be. I don't know. There there are pluses and and minuses to both. And I I think you know with any aspiring artist, I I just typically tell people to try to trust their gut and what's right for them. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. We'd love to hear another song. What would you yeah, like to play sure next? Thing. Uh, this song is called "A Beautiful Life."
Heartless Bastards live at JPR with the title track of their brand new album, A Beautiful Life. I um, was just thinking, Erica, how powerful your voice is and what a force of nature you were on stage. And I read somewhere uh, that you used to be shy on stage back in the first days of your first guitar. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still I think I still am a little bit, but I uh, I'm. I've gotten a bit better that about was my next question, talking like- to the audience. I mean, God, when I first started out, I mean, I think, how is everybody doing tonight is about, and, you know, thank you is about maybe the four words that I said, or <laughs> I don't know how many words that is, but anyway, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah I was going to ask what, yeah, what you do, you know, if there's anything you do to like overcome that, because you just seem so confident on stage. Are there... Are there any any rituals, free show rituals or things you do to to get ready? <laughs> well, <laughs> we do a little butt bump. <laughs> it's just kind of like like a high five. We just kind of bump butts. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Cool. I, uh, I can't believe I said that on the air. It's just, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just being silly, you know. We have a little fun being silly. Perfect. The album sort of seems like it could have been written, intended to be maybe listened to from beginning to the end, like straight through, like a story uh, of an album. Is that how you intended it to be listened to? Um, I mean, I, I definitely um, was very, what's uh, intentional about sort of the arrangement, but more just how the different songs flow. I really like to arrange albums and, you know, in the order of the songs, but, um, yeah, uh, well, uh, you know, maybe because I grew up listening to albums that way, I still very much, um, care about the way an album's arranged and don't assume that somebody's just going to listen to like one song on Spotify playlists or something, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I put some, some care into that. Um, um, but I, you know, I just, I think about it even with set lists, like sort of varying the different, uh, tempos and, you know, I think, um, arranging an album a certain way can kind of, um, hold, a listener more at least it does for me you know if everything's kind of the same tempo together or I don't you know just sort of uh ebbing and flowing with with tempos and vibes it, it can keep somebody in, engaged mm-hmm. um uh yeah and you know a lot of the albums you know message is um yeah I mean I think the overall theme is is kind of you know uh is love and sort of um it's starting with ourselves um and yeah yeah that care is apparent when you're performing live I've seen that in shows and and I I I felt that in listening to the album and I also got to snoop on some of the videos that went along with the songs um I, and it made me wonder if you've ever considered, well, my next question is what, what, what's coming up next after tour is what's on the next horizon, but have you ever considered a visual album with any of your music? A visual album? Yeah. You mean like a video for every song or something? Yeah. Or some, yeah, some, some video component to, to follow the through line that you're writing in these albums. 
Um, I mean, we did a few videos for the album. I did talk to somebody years ago when I did Arrow about trying to sort of do almost like a film or something that would go along with each song. But um, gosh, that stuff is just so expensive. And without like an MTV as a real outlet, it's it's um, it's hard to really guarantee you'll have people see it in that way you know for the expense of it i mean i would love to do that i mean maybe at some point i uh had thought of like filming some kind of western uh story for arrow <laughs> oh, cool. well that just makes every every video you have out just more every that more special they're really cool listeners if you if you haven't checked out the videos for heartless bastards check them out they're gorgeous they're um just as much a rainbow as this rock band is in the studio right now. We've got rainbows on the guitar straps and the drum head and the guitar pedal, and they're just a, a rainbow bunch. Um, what else, uh, as far as tour coming up, what are, what are some things you're looking forward to? You know, post tour, um, I think, uh, well, I can't wait to see my dog Piper. She's, she's the best. Uh, and, um, yeah, I I'm gonna uh, see my family and and I really um, am feeling inspired and and ready to really get get going with with the next album. Um, you know, for for some reason with the the pandemic and things, I just and then with this album was recorded right before the pandemic, and then so it was finished. Uh, but I was just kind of very uninspired creatively or I just like felt like I was like writing like depressing songs. I was like, I don't I don't want to release a song, an album about the pandemic, post pandemic. People want to move on from that, you know, and uh, it is funny, though. There's a song finished for the next album, uh, which I started during the pandemic and it was kind of sounded depressing but I had this like dream recently of it being a different tempo and now it went from like this like sad slow song to like a pretty pretty <laughs> solid rocker so um yeah well as you said you gotta <laughs> listen to your guts <laughs> yeah well, yeah we have time for another tune what would you like to wrap up with uh this is a song called uh revolution uh yeah and it's just, uh, it's all about perspective, you know? Yeah. Here it goes. Where you going, my friend? Have you forgotten when? There was a time filled with hope instead of fear that's in your heart. There was a time when life was simple and innocent to start. Do you remember? Do you remember where you go, my friend? Have you forgotten when? 
There was a time when false information wasn't so rampant in the sphere. There was a time when you weren't questioning everything you hear. Do you remember? Do you remember? Constantly being advertised, life commercialized and disguised as happiness and pills and potions, fancy threads and cars in motion, hypnotized by gilded lies, relying on pockets of so few. While hungry politicians feed both to the masses to ensure their status as it further divides the classes. Uh-huh Are you a bone with a voice So open up and speak your mind Raise consciousness and elevate How we all relate Don't hesitate, no need to be A better, smarter than anybody else Leave judgment at the door For others and yourself The revolution is in your mind the revolution is in your mind. The revolution is in your mind. The revolution is in your mind. Big brothers watching you and trying to sell you something new. And I just wanna take away, take away the blues. Big brothers watching you and trying to sell you something new. And I just wanna take away, take away the blues. The revolution.
Revolution, Heartless Bastards, live at JPR. You can find that new album, A Beautiful Life, on their website, theheartlessbastards.com. Check it out. Also go there to buy their beautiful CD, vinyl, and A Beautiful Life beach towel. Go order mine right now. Theheartlessbastards.com tour information. Thank you so much for spending your night off in Ashland with us. Uh, Beth Harris on the backing vocals. Doug McDermott on the piano over there. Greg Clifford banging on the drums. Sam Pankey on the bass. And Arum Bally on the guitar. Thanks, you guys, so much. Have a wonderful rest of your tour. Don't be strangers next time you pass through. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we had a great time. Thank you. I'm your host, Danielle Kelly. This session has been engineered by John Griffin. Our live sessions are archived on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, under JPR Live Sessions, and on the Music and Live Sessions tab on our website, ijpr.org. JPR Live Sessions is supported by Dance and Vineyards, now offering brunch every Sunday from 10 to 2, featuring a rotating seasonal menu with brunch-inspired drinks. Also new, the Residence at Danson, a fully private event space with Valley View situated above the tasting room. This distinctive venue is designed for small, intimate events and weddings and corporate retreats and get-togethers of up to 30 guests. Brunch reservations and event space booking can be made at danson.com and by calling 541-245-1133. Open air will continue right after this.